Can being positive go too far? In today's episode of That One Thing, let's dive in and know why too much positivity can be a bad thing. Together, let's all learn a thing or two on how to combat it. We're now on episode 9 of our TOT podcast. Glad to have you back again, guys. And thank you for the never-ending support. Thank you for tuning in and listening to every episode of That One Thing. Yes. Thank you, TOT friends. How are you? How's everybody holding up these days? What are you feeling, Rose? <laughs> mm, I'm hopeless, I think. I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel right now because of what's happening in the world, in our country especially. Everything seems out of control. Hi! Is this about the pandemic? Yes. <laughs> well, the pandemic and the problems that come along with it triggers a lot of emotions within us. The reality is painful, awful, and disappointing. We are all collectively battling feelings of loneliness, anxiety, hopelessness, and the fear of getting sick. Hi. Anyway... I've read, according to the CDC, Center of Disease Control, that coronavirus has presented a mental health crisis already with 40% of people struggling with mental health or substance abuse in midst of 2020 when the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. Symptoms of anxiety disorder and depressive disorder increased considerably as it hit last year in comparison with the same period in 2019. And since we are still in the same boat, we assume that it is still the case somewhere out here in the Philippines. In relating these struggles in our work series, TOT work series, and pivoting that conversation, <laughs> These emotions can definitely affect our overall mental health, how we perform on our jobs, mm. or how we deal with people at the workplace. Mm. Yes, those emotions make us anxious every single day, right? When you and I get off to bed. <laughs> so we're too worried about what might happen today or tomorrow or someone might have lost a job again because of the extended ECQ and for sure it has a negative impact on our economy not only in the Philippines but globally imagine with all those stressors our mental health is really at risk yep and with all those struggles and uncertainty that we are into we are more likely to hear those encouraging advice or platitudes from our colleagues and friends and families, which meant really to provide us comfort and force us to be positive at all times. Mm. Narinig mo ba yung, uh, you can do this, keep fighting, we can survive this, everything will be fine. At least you have a job right now. Everything happens for a reason. And sometimes people would say or call you out for being too negative. Mm. Hey, you're being too negative. Don't feel that way. Try to be more positive. How many times did I hear this? Not just in relation to work, 
Mm-hmm. But in the past years, or even I, I feel like I've said this a couple of times to certain people. A million times, actually. <laughs> I guess you were just taught to deal with challenges and problems with positivity. That we mm-hmm. always have to look at the brighter side of things. But anything done in excess, as we all know, is bad. <laughs> so when the pandemic happened, everyone was trying to be positive. That we didn't even recognize that this positivity led us to a toxic environment. Mm, I've been hearing more and more of that. They call that toxic positivity. There's a lot of social pressure to stay positive these days. You know, acting happy when you are really not and denying the unpleasant experience you are Mm -hmm. experiencing. And saying this now, it is more so a bigger problem than we thought. That's the reason why we decided to touch on this topic to make sure that we can create a good balance between having a healthy positive mindset versus toxic positivity. Mm, What is toxic positivity? Let's define first what it is. Psychologists define it as the assumption either by oneself or others that despite a person's emotional pain or difficult situation, we are only to have a positive view. According to a clinical psychologist, which I've read earlier, Dr. J. Zimmerman, he pointed out how blindly people would push that they should only have a positive mindset or positive vibes. Toxic positivity is a false superficial sense that life is almost always perfect, wonderful. And according to another therapist, Tanya Peterson, that In this type of unrealistic positivity, people often force themselves to see the good and deny any negative aspects of life. It's really the denial that is ultimately toxic. Mm -hmm. And reading this made me think back, did I fall into this trap? I think and feel that I did at some point. We all did, Kim. (laughs) When things get difficult, we are left with two choices. That is to face it by adopting a positive mindset or to face it with negativity. Most of the time, we lean on toxic positivity when someone approaches us with something that can't be fixed easily or at all. Yeah, I think we live in a culture steeped in positivity. Part of our Filipino culture, too, is to be tough and resilient. And our initial reaction is, we need to be okay and stay mm. positive. Yeah. And not knowing that toxic positivity at its core is really avoidance strategy that used to push away and invalidate any internal discomfort that we feel. But when you avoid your emotions, it can actually cause more harm. What are the examples of toxic positivity? It's story time! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had an experience last year when we transitioned to work from home. We had this weekly Mm -hmm. meeting and 
I explicitly shared to my teammates that I was not okay and how the work from home setup was a torture mentally. I felt isolated and I was dragging myself to work. I knew at Mm -hmm. the time that they adjusted well with the work from home and they were telling me that I will get used to that situation. Mm -hmm. That we were lucky to still have our jobs at the comfort of our home. That moment... I only needed someone to acknowledge how I was feeling. To validate that the feeling I was feeling was normal. Oh, there, there. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a sign of toxic positivity. I mean, people telling you or we are telling ourselves to be positive about a legitimate concern. Mm. When a coworker shares a legitimate worry, telling them to be positive is sort of dismissive. Mm. And I remember you mentioned that feeling about the pandemic in our first episode. And you said that as an extrovert, it was really a challenge for you to stay indoors and have a little or no interaction with people. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how we both tried to address that, but learning more in the hopes of being a better person, (laughs) I'd say the best response would be to be more compassionate to listen more, to ask you, tell me more, Rose, and mirror or at least validate what you feel as you said. Yes. Showing empathy and knowing that someone is there to listen without any judgment are enough. Mm-hmm. I also noticed that there's the hype in social media where most, if not all, people only post good things. It seems like everything is perfect in life. <laughs> yeah. You know, social media has long been a breathing ground for living our best lives kind of thing. Encouraging people to post their happiest moments and biggest milestones while hiding the struggles. This can really give an average person or a scroller feeling that everyone else is doing better, feeling better, mm-hmm. and is more accomplished and is happier. And some people might fall into that comparison trap and it might fuel them to feel that way even. But, you know, that's the good and the bad thing about social media. You can share whatever you want, but yeah. at what cost? To our mental health. I feel like there's really a refusal to talk about upsetting things. We are asked to utilize our time to do the fun, enjoyable things, avoid facing life fully. We are obsessed or I guess excessively in pursuit of our passions and interests mm-hmm. because we want to escape the reality which I'd say is totally fine as long as it's not to mask and be used to <laughs> Really escape what you feel in your reality. That's exactly a sign that you mentioned, Kim. Escaping reality. We all need to escape once in a while, and I have no question about that. But turning your escape into reality, that's a big (laughs) no-no. So (laughs) it only means you're not letting yourself deal with what's going on and just putting a band-aid on it. I hope we don't choose that as an easy way out. Yeah, another sign that I notice as toxic positivity example is when you experience unemployment 
or any kind of loss. And mm-hmm. workmates and bosses would say, stay positive, things could have been worse, or you'll find a better job, or at least you have a severance pay. <laughs> or in relation to COVID-19, at least the family is in good health. Of course, we all mean well by saying those. We try to comfort the other person. No one meant to hurt us. The intentions are all good for sure. But sometimes it's because they see us looking sad, anxious, pensive about our life. And just about any state other than happy or joyful is what is acceptable for them. (laughs) People around us have this knee-jerk reaction to make us feel better. But those reactions invalidate and minimize the story of the individual. Personally, I'd rather not hear any comforting words because sometimes they come off empty and insincere. You know that? Mm -hmm. I feel uncomfortable whenever someone imposes or forces that positivity because... For me, they don't acknowledge the real emotions I have inside. So not acknowledging these means ignoring the actions they can inspire. And to show positivity is already a built reaction from other people. And that is one of the reasons why I tend not to share my true feelings and pretend that I'm okay even when I am not. People should understand that it's okay not to be okay because it makes us human. Mm-hmm. It's okay not to be okay. Well, positivity and its culture is intended to be uplifting and helpful. But for those who are dealing with chronic illness, mm. depressions, and disabilities, it can be detrimental. Yeah. I think what is letting the person process what happened or what they feel about the situation. Example with layoffs. Layoffs are terrible, especially having that during the pandemic when job loss is at historical high in our country Mm -hmm. and finding a job remotely is not easy when the competition is also tough because everyone else is looking for a job and companies are not looking to hire how is that for staying positive right but if you let the person dissect and share those thoughts maybe just merely letting the person go through it before dismissing it or ignoring Mm -hmm. that idea it could help and speaking of help (laughs) let's help each other out here what are the steps in combating toxic positivity I'm thinking, how can we avoid falling into that trap so that we can resolve this or at least help each other out? And what should we do? Mm. Yeah, I just want to mention that not all positivity is great as what we think it is. Mm -hmm. It is not the best way to help other people and can even have a damaging effect if they've come asking for support Mm -hmm. or... If they're just asking you for, for you to listen. So simply knowing what excessive positivity can do in our lives and someone else's life, that's a step we can already take. 
So it is also important to not deny negative emotions. There's one quote I read from Dr. Zimba which tells us, Feel mm-hmm. your feelings, but don't let them become you. We should mm-hmm. allow ourselves to complain and to feel difficult emotions instead of avoiding them. We can give ourselves the time and space to process the emotion and situation so we can take the right action. Another one is timing. Having a positive mindset is already innate in each one of us, and that's actually a good thing. And knowing when how to use that is what matters. I learned over the course of life that while some people love the positivity and hope we bring to our most or to others' most challenging situations, there is still a healthy balance in every situation we go through. And throwing that positivity with the right timing will help us not to become toxic to others. Mm, those are great. We are all emotional creatures and capable of experiencing wide range of feelings. Mm-hmm. But why is that the emotions that are deemed preferable or even acceptable are limited? Putting on a happy face and presenting a cheery disposition to the world, even you're going through really tough stuff, is applauded. People who push through hard times with a smile are praised for their bravery and courage versus the people who express their feelings of frustration, sadness, depression, anger, or grief, which are very normal parts of human experience and are often met with comments of maybe it will help you to change your attitude about it. Mm-hmm. And you said it, Rose, and we said it a couple of times that we should carry on that attitude of gratitude. And I believe that. I believe in gratitude and optimism. It helped me a lot personally. But then again, we don't want to deny, ignore, or dismiss our feelings of discomfort. Acknowledge and recognize them. Mm-hmm. We know it's really part of the reality and we are to work our way on it. Additional tip, as you are not trying to deny it, it also means that you should not be hard on yourself. Let go of your self-judgment and self-criticism for having negative feelings. Know that it's normal to feel upset or feel anything unpleasant because of your work, your relationships, or any pandemic-related changes and restrictions. Allow your feelings to be what they are in a given moment. Lastly, take the next step to avoid becoming stuck in the negative situation. As you said, mm-hmm. feel your feelings but don't let them become you. Expand the idea of that negative feeling to look for resolution in how to be positive. This helps you feel centered and balanced from everything. And from that, you can then choose your response or how to respond. All right. We have laid down all the steps, which I think baby steps, to avoid Mm -hmm. this toxic positivity. To wrap it up, it's to know and be aware what excessive positivity is, acknowledging your feelings and emotions by not denying it and not being too hard on yourself. 
And last but not the least, not to be stuck in negativity and find the right timing to show positivity. To top it all, we often do not identify emotions as good or bad, positive or negative, where in fact, it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. And often than not, we do it to ourselves and we do it to others. We name it as negative, positive, good or bad. But remember, we own our emotions and they don't own us. As much as it is great to hear how positive our stories are, life is beautiful. Life's beauty is inseparable from its fragility. Mm -hmm. Our stories are all composed of changes, hardships, happiness, grief, loss, joy, and redemption. Whatever order, our life stories are tied differently and are unique. So embrace them. Have you ever experienced being around a person who showed excessive positivity? Or have you been part of this craze? Share that one thing you did to find that healthy balance of positivity. Thanks for listening to That One Thing Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow our social media account at thatonething.ph. Did you enjoy this episode? Let us know and leave us a message. You can also ask a question in the link in the description. Be sure to tune in every other Friday for new episodes. Thank you.